I try to base all of my songs off something that actually happened. Even the parody songs that sound like parodies, like my mm. song James, that really happened. Like mm. I really got kicked out of Tootsies. You know what I'm saying? For because I was trying to give a stripper a dollar and thirty seven cents. <laughs>
had the luxury of doing that. We've always, our parents, we've always had to work two jobs, do this and do this, be a be a mom or be a dad and or a husband or a wife, and also work and also, you know, be a creative person and also support other things and also be a coach and an instructor. And it's like we've always had to be multifaceted. So then as now I'm an adult, I apply that to my life. Mm. You know, I'm a rapper. I'm a creator. I'm not just going to focus on creating games. I got multiple game ideas. I'm not just going to focus on making this one song. I got multiple song ideas, creative direction. You know what I'm saying? I Like working the, the nine to five, doing the science stuff. Like I ain't going to just stay in one lane because I've never done that throughout my whole life. Got so it. that's how I manage the time. I apply that same mentality towards that and you get all the things that I've done. <laughs> Got it. And so which came first? You mentioned definitely in the beginning um, uh, a combination of different areas that you yeah. were in. So which came first and what led to the other ones? Man, the creativity came first. Mm -hmm. uh, I've always wanted to uh, build prototypes, create things. Um, when I was a kid, I used to like combine the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles with like the Nerf gun type stuff, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So it it look weird because you got a little figurine with a big old gun taped to it. But it's like I always wanted to combine things and figure out how I don't know just just to explore the imagination, make things fun. And from that creativity, I learned that you know you can pursue a lot of things from what you create. Uh, of course, if you look at it from the the ground up, it's like all right, I'm creating something, I'm putting things together, prototypes. That sounds like engineering. So from an academic route, I can pursue engineering because they create things. They're putting together processes. Um, they're putting together objects and, and disciplines to create a better life for consumers, more technology. But you can also look at that as, okay, you're creative. You have a vision. You have an imagination. You can put that into design mm. and then go your own route. You know, I was creating, in, in that case, I'm creating an object, but here I'm creating a game. So it's still the same concepts where you're putting together things that kind of it's for people. You're putting together things for consumers, for people, whether it's engineering academic route or whether it's the design creativity route, you're still creating something for consumers to engage with. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And so what exactly would you say is your job title in the engineering? So I am a senior mechanical engineer, for the MITRE Corporation. Uh, what we do is we create solutions and apply services for essentially that better the world. Um, I can't really go into too much detail, you know what I'm saying, for obvious reasons, uh, but we work essentially in tech futures. So I've worked on everything from uh, jets to spacecraft, the size of this actual game, uh, wow. loaf of bread, anywhere from um, uh, wireless power transfer to drones to battery technology and uh, we do a lot of trust but verify type of things where consumers or not consumers, but corporations could come to us, hire us to verify that this technology works as it says in this operational guide. So we do all sorts of things. Gotcha. Gotcha. OK, cool. And so how did you translate this into music now? Oh, man. You know, what's so funny about engineering, man, engineering and and science. It's a lot of you're really bringing a lot of different disciplines together. You know, you no technology is just all 
mechanical engineers, you bring in electrical engineers, you bring in computer scientists, you bring in HR, you know, people that do the politics and business behind things. And with music, a lot of it is the same. If you think about the industry, not everybody in the music industry is actually making music. Mm. You know, not everybody in their studio, in their room is actually a part of the song. Like you got the engineer, you have writers, you have the performers, you have the people that's just there to hype up stuff. You got the videographers, photographers, then on the business side, you got the managers, the executives, the other producers, you know what I'm saying? You got all these things that come in together. So for me, I don't really have a manager. You know, I write my own music. Of course, y'all are my videographers. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's still combining all those, all those different tasks and roles require different mindsets, different capabilities. And for me, for music, you know, I have to be able to tap into all of those things. Mm. And, you know, I've made over like a hundred songs. It's around a hundred now. And it's like, if I didn't have that ability of time management and being able to recognize the different disciplines and how they play a role, I wouldn't have been able to make that much music. Mm. Cause you know, sometimes I can write a song and I'm like, oh man, I'm not a singer, but I got to harmonize. And then I'm harmonizing. I'm like, all right, I have to, once I lay it down, once I record, now I got to engineer it myself a little bit just to see if I like the way it sounds in a certain way, because you know, everything costs money. I don't want to just record it and send it off and hope that the engineer going to know my mindset. So I'm over here creating the prototypes, the reference MP3s so I can hear the sound and thinking how I will market it. How am I going to make the cover art for it? You know, all these different disciplines that go into creating a successful project. And I mean, it's the same, like I said, with science and technology, like you have to do all the things you have to create it, uh, design it, create it, uh, package it you know, uh, give a deliverable to the sponsors, to the corporation so that they can accept it. So essentially you pitch it, um, get the fundings for it, the funding sources, so then you can pay people. It's all the same. Got it. And so you're not from South Florida originally, right? Nah, nah. Born in Detroit, raised in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. And so do you feel like you would be in all of these different things if, well, how, well, let me ask first, how long have you been in South Florida? So uh, I moved to South Florida uh, after I completed my undergrad at Kennesaw State University. Shout out Kennesaw State. Um, I finished, I did that in 2014, moved okay. to Miami. And um, I moved from Miami up to Boston where I worked for the headquarters of the Mitre Corporation in 2020, once I got my doctorates and stuff. And then now I live in Orlando. So um, I'm able to still work for the headquarters while uh in orlando they have a they have a site so gotcha yeah. okay so do you feel like being in some place like miami definitely molded you within all these different avenues that you're in or would you be the same way if you fully just stayed in detroit or fully just stayed in atlanta well you know environment <laughs> you're molded by your environment mm. you know um shout out detroit detroit ain't the the best place in the world you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of the environment kind of molds the mindset of what people feel like they can do. It adds a ceiling, if you will. So even though I'm very strong minded, I'm very disciplined, uh, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I would have still been the same because I understand those environments like it's it's not pro getting out, if you will. <laughs> and the same with Atlanta. Atlanta, you know, it's over the years, it's become the mecca for black culture, especially black creativity and excellence. Uh, shout out Atlanta also. But 
I mean, I will say in Atlanta, I was able to start a lot of things. So the game before icebreaker choosing, um, I was able to start the groundworks for it. Now it's a complete card game. But back then it was a, uh, what's those cards? Yeah, note cards. Gotcha. We wrote it on note cards, you know? So we were still able to play the games, but there was no one around me that was doing it. Just like in Detroit. I don't know anyone in Detroit that was doing music at the time or games or anything. Uh, in Atlanta, I didn't know. I knew a few people doing music, but nobody was doing games. Nobody was creating stuff. Uh, as I started entering into different industries, I started seeing it more. But it wasn't a lot. It wasn't until Miami, which, you know, put together that party scene more. I had access to more people because I was closer. You know, Atlanta has a lot of things going on. But in Miami, everything is everywhere, mm -hmm. including people. And um, just me being around that, it made me say, okay. This is how I can set myself apart from others. I can create these things. I have people to experiment on. And in regards to the game, you know, letting them play things and let them hear the music and collaborating. And um, it's definitely allowed me to expand, get more of that savage mindset. Like, okay, I'm going to go perform. You know, I ain't ever performed until I got to Atlanta. I'm going to mm. I'm going to create the actual game, get it manufactured in a professional way and see how people respond to it. Like, I have more avenues for testing these things and I got to thank Miami for that. Got it. Okay. Okay. And so now what do you feel like is the realm or the scope of where you want to take each of these categories? Like how far do you want to go in each of these categories? Woo. You know, it's funny uh, with Mark made my music. Um, I've always just wanted to use that as a platform to kind of bridge excellence especially black excellence scientists of the world the engineers of the world the stem of the world you know science technology engineering uh mathematics and also if you want to do steam arts and stuff but like um i wanted to have that as a bridge because i understand that there aren't too many people that have the same accolades as me and if i could uh get my platform to a point where i can put more people on uh i would hope to do that through mark made and Mark made, I started rapping because I made Choosing. Mm -hmm. So it really started with Choosing, with creating that game, you know what I'm saying? Going to parties, going to little get-togethers, uh, shindigs, if you will, Gettys, and um, doing those house parties, seeing how people react to the game and enjoy the game. And it made me say, all right, how can I promote this in a different way from my competition? The Cards Against Humanities, the Monopolies, the Unos, like they got billions of dollars behind them backing them for marketing i didn't have that i just had my environment you know what i'm saying my creativity so from choosing i started rapping to say oh, i'm gonna start rapping to see if i can get some choosings out it worked and then combining those and you know leveraging my my skills and uh collaborations with those two entities i was able to get the icebreaker so the end goal for this is um i want to get it in stores I'm not going to hold you. I want to get it in stores. I have an idea to where this game actually operates. Even though it is a social game, it dubs as a drinking game. Mm. Obviously, you got the solo cup, you know. Yeah. And I've actually been running an experiment for like the last month that shows that this game has the same social effect without alcohol. Mm. So what I'm hoping to do is maybe get this in front of some um, uh, psychologists, people that struggle with social anxiety and see if this game actually builds 
their relationships with people, their interactions with people, maybe putting it instead of those, those corporations that do those meetings wherever and they they spend all this money, millions of dollars on these meetings to kind of build camaraderie within their organization. Maybe bring this as an informal way and say, hey, you know, let's play categories. Let's play sentence game. Let's play shucks or whatever it may be, whatever game is inside of Icebreaker and just let people enjoy each other as humans build up those relationships and see how that affects performance, whether in the workplace, whether in their own disciplines, their creative small businesses, whatever it may be, using this as a social game more so than a drinking game and then pitching that to grants and to stores to get it on a bigger platform. Got it. Okay, okay. And so you are one of the only full-time nine to five workers, but also full-time entrepreneurs (laughs) at the same time. And so with that, you attract two different type of groups of people to your life. What does your average friend group look like living like that? Man, I ain't going to hold you, bro. I know a lot of people. (laughs) I know a lot of people, bro. Uh, Of course, you know, I got like the main homies. So those, you just don't just find those all over the place. But because of the energy I, I dish out, you know, I feel like I meet a lot of genuine people, uh, including yourselves. You know what I'm saying? I meet a lot of genuine people, a lot of people that have interest in growing, uh, whether it's themselves, whether it's their businesses, whether it's other people. Um, but just overall friend group. Shit, I'll just go in Orlando right now. Uh, shout out to DJ Mari, Vibe Control. Um, that's like just three months ago. It was probably at 10, 15 people. It's probably at close to 200 people now. You know what I'm saying? We might have had an event once every two weeks, three months ago. Now it's like three to four little meetup events every week. Damn. You know, and it's like, of course, not all 200 going to show up. It's going to, you know, it'll be five here. It'll be 15 here. It'll just be all guys here, all girls here, whatever it may be. But it's like, it's at the point now where people are coming up with their own events and saying, hey, you guys want to do this with me? Hey, I'm about to go get some sushi. Hey, I'm about to go to Dave and Buster's. Hey, I'm just going to go out to the club. Who want to feel like meeting up? And people are doing that, you know? And from there, because of the energy, you know, he gives off, I give off and stuff. Like, we're able to meet more people and you're essentially still building that friendship. You're getting those um, those interactions and relationships that you probably would have never had. So it's it's happening faster on top of the the mark made and the icebreaker and then you know that group so it's a lot bro i ain't gonna hold you yeah, it's it's a whole lot <laughs> got you do you feel like you get any kickback from both sides for being almost not socially what's the word i want to use not socially hmm how do i want to say it? not not awkward but <laughs> not socially like because people like putting people in categories. Facts. And so if you're a doctor, like how you a doctor in engineering, science stuff, but you rapping, do you get those kind of Absolutely. reactions in people? Like they, they're like, you know, why are you doing both or how you doing both? Yeah, absolutely. You know, fun thing, uh, I, I like to run experiments on myself. Uh, so because I go out and party and stuff, I meet a lot of people that they only know me from the dance floor. They don't know nothing about me. And uh, when people start, investing into who I am, I always tell them now that I'm a rapper. I don't mention the doctor. I don't mention that I've been on TV or that I created a game. Like I mentioned I'm a rapper because I find that when you, if you go too high up 
and where you rank in society, people gravitate away from you. Mm. If you say, oh, yeah, I'm a millionaire, they go, oh, that's nice. You know what I'm saying? They kind of just don't want to look more into it. But if you say you're a rapper, I feel like they resonate. I feel like everyone knows a rapper. So because everyone knows this thing that I um, that I'm a part of, they might be like, oh, like, where can I find your music? You know, they know of the Spotify's and the Apple music. But if I say, oh, I'm a senior mechanical engineer, they might not know any corporations that have that job. They might not know what that even means. You know what I'm saying? So then they don't really have as many questions. You would think they would have more questions because they don't know about it. But when you're out in the world, it's the opposite. They got more questions in, on things that they resonate with just like how everyone thinks that they know about relationships it's because most people have been in relationships so yeah. they got more opinions and more questions on relationships than say um i don't know how to fish mm. so that's just how it works i always i started the i'm not saying rapping is the bottom but it's just i say the thing that they they resonate with more got you Wow, that's the first time I've heard that perspective. You know, <laughs> the higher up, you know, you go in like the structural sense, people gravitate away from that. Now nah, that's that's definitely powerful. Yeah. And so, with that being said, with that being said, do you have to change yourself around certain individuals? Do you feel like, <laughs> or do you have to like? alter how you say certain things, alter how you speak to kind of mm -hmm. blend in with the crowd because you you essentially are playing two sides of the fence. Yes. And so, you know, you you go into that kind of environment, you have to be more suit and tie, professional, yeah. you know, all of that type of stuff. Um, I wouldn't, I, I guess you could say alter. See, I don't really change who I am at the core. Uh, I may, I may adapt to the environment or to the person. Now that's something I definitely do. Uh, I'm not gonna come with you with all these big words, cause just cause I want to seem like oh I'm a doctor. Let me say all these big words so then they think I'm a doctor. It's about comprehension. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You can communicate all you wanted, but if they don't comprehend, you just speaking out to the to the world. You know what I'm saying? They're not they're not really engaging with what you're saying. That's what I really want. I want people to engage. So. Um, I still keep the slang when I'm using big words, <laughs> just so even if I'm in those environments, I'll say something to kind of let them know that it's like, okay, he's not the normal doctor. And if I'm on the rap side, I'll talk about th the, the context of things that I'm talking about or the detail that I'm talking about something on, say, the creativity side. I'm using words and, and the way I'm e explaining it to let them know that it's like, okay, he know way more than the normal person because it's like you still got to separate yourself mm. so yeah i might i might alter but i'm still keeping my personality my energy behind it because you know you think of an engineer scientist you think of somebody that's an introvert closed off you know I'm, I'm too good for society whatever it may be and you think of somebody that's creative or out there in the world extrovert trying to whatever it may be i try to combine all those things into my personality so then no matter who i'm talking to when they hear me speak when they see me act whatever it may be, they, they understand like, okay, I know he said he's this, but he's definitely not like the people I know that do this. Mm. So what else is there to him? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. And so when you make music, what kind of music would you say you gravitate towards? Like what's your, what's your genre? What's your category? Uh, so I like to say I'm hip hop, but, um, 
hip hop R and B, even though I can't sing, I just I've always I personally listen to R and B. I don't really listen to hip hop like that. It's not the same no more. It's a lot of auto tune and all that stuff. People just saying stuff because it's trendy, not because it's true. Mm. I like substance, mm. you know, so I care about lyrics. A lot of people only care about the beats and the melodies, but I feel like that's why the world is discombobulated the way it is now because they're listening to a song or a beat because they think it sounds cool. But in that song, they may be talking about some wild stuff mm-hmm. and you constantly hearing that wild stuff and it's, it's, affecting your life so i care about substance before anything now if you got substance with a dope beat dope rhyme pattern stuff that kendrick lamar do jay-z do drake j cole's eminem's like you can still make dope music with substance and dope have dope beats and all that like it don't gotta be that just wow you're saying the same rhymes as everyone else and i feel like i gravitate to that so that's the type of music i make Got you. Okay. And so when you come up with your games, you said you have two. You have Choosing and this is Icebreaker right yes. here. And so before you give us a little breakdown of what mm-hmm. each game is, how do you come up with the names? Uh, so for Choosing, um, we used to play, uh, shout out Southern Polytechnic State University, ended up turning into Kennesaw State University. Um, me and the homies, we, we used to throw parties and stuff in little, uh, little minis. That's like small house parties, like intimate settings. We call them minis. But um, when we used to do these, we would play like King's Cup, Ring of Fire and stuff. But we would always come up with our own cars. Mm. And then eventually, you know, as the night get on, the alcohol get running through. And like people would want to play Truth or Dare. And one of the rules we had in our Truth or Dare was like, what if you gave people the option of choosing who they wanted to do it to? Because mm. the Truth or Dare would be like, oh, Girl, you go dance on him or do you go kiss her hand or something. But we was like, what if you gave the option to see if because sometimes people aren't receptive. You know what I'm saying? If you got that girl that's been eyeing you and and y'all dare her to do something on me, she might not want that. Mm. But what if you gave her the option of choosing between us? Or she gave us the option between choosing whoever, you know, and it's like, okay, now you're building that first impression in a better way. Got so it. you're choosing. Mm. Take off the G, choosing. Icebreaker, socially awkwardless. You're trying to bring people together, uh, essentially make them socially awkward less. So <laughs> because you have these social settings where people are just kind of in their own little VIPs, own little sections, they're talking only with the people they came with, you need a way of breaking the ice. Mm. I created this game where you got a bunch of mini games where people can now break the ice. Hence the name Icebreaker. Got you. And so who would you say is the target audience for a game, for both games? Uh, target audience for choosing is more of the um, the people who don't want to. So it's more of a private audience. Okay. So it, it can be anyone, whether it be cre- uh, content creators, socialites, uh, even introverts, you know, people in relationships, people who are swingers. Um they can all enjoy choosing because choosing the whole point of the game is it's a game for kinky minds. Got it. So it's not necessarily the objective is not to do kinky things. It's to give you an option if you want to do what the card says or uh, do your own creative thing because the card can say, hey, go give this person a lap dance. And instead you go over there and give them a shoulder massage. Mm. If they think you're lying, they call choosing. Gotcha. You see what I'm saying? So it's, it's more to test your limits and kinkiness. 
uh, and you get a good laugh from it. For this game, this one is more for uh, the public. So that in still includes the socialized, the content creators, but it also includes the extroverts, the people who want to mingle, the people who want to go to these destinations and the people who aren't afraid to travel alone type stuff. You know what I'm saying? To to be friendly. Uh, this game is for you because it's you don't need any cards. You don't need you really don't need the board game, the pawn, the dice, the timer. You don't need anything that's inside of it. Each game you can play with just your ability to talk to people. Got it. Okay, okay, cool, cool. And so going back into the music side of things, mm -hmm. your catalog is extremely large. Yeah. <laughs> extremely large. And so doing things like, you know, Made Mondays, you I know you have a Made Mondays too. Yeah. You know, having all of those kind of things. And you do have specific topics within these these this portfolio that you've built. Yes. How do you come up with that type of stuff? And do you feel like you being you know, a scientist at the same time influences that and what you say. Yeah. Uh, I have to thank God for one, you know, shout out guy. You've been doing this thing, you know, uh, but because I have all these different experiences, whether it be through icebreaker, choosing party and science, uh, just interpersonal relationships with different individuals. Um, I've had a lot of experiences, you know, and sometimes shout out to all the producers I've worked with, like, when they send a certain beat, um, it unlocks a certain memory, certain emotion, certain um, thing that happened in my life. And I'm able to talk about it because I've had so many experiences. And, you know, you mix in my influences, whether that be the Jay-Z's and the Eminem's or the Drake's and Kendrick's. And now I have a flow that can essentially manage or collaborate with that emotion that was tied to the sound mm -hmm. and you know i'm just able to just come up with songs because of that you know i try to i try to base all of my songs off something that actually happened even the parody songs that sound like parodies like my mm -hmm. song james that really happened like mm -hmm. i really got kicked out of tootsies you know what i'm saying for because i was trying to give a stripper a dollar and 37 cents but but it was you know if you if you was there you would see that like it wasn't exactly the way it seemed but like what ha okay what happened was i had 40 dollars um i brought 20 with 20 i was trying to break it and i bought some m&ms the m&ms um or excuse me i had 23 dollars um i bought some m&ms with three dollars the the M&Ms came out to a dollar and 63 cents. So I had a dollar and 37 cents and a $20 bill. And I'm in the strip club and I was like, I ain't about to break this 20. And I'm talking with the stripper and like, we having an amazing conversation for like an hour, two hours. The manager came over and was like, Hey, he ain't throwing no money. You gotta, you gotta get away from him. And she was like, all right. And then she came back over and we started talking again for like another 30 minutes. And he was like, Hey man, you gonna need to throw some money. So what I did was I grabbed the I was drinking, you know, mixing. I grabbed the dollar thirty-seven. I just threw it up, <laughs> threw it up in the air, and the coins hit the stripper. Oh no! <laughs> and they saw that and they was like, "Oh, we gotta go. You can't hit the strippers." Mm. And they threw me out. Damn. So and then from that, I made James. Mm. So the song is dope. You know what I'm saying? You we we filmed that, so it's. Yep. It was just as chaotic as the actual music video, so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> just in its own okay. way. And so one of my favorite songs from you is Boston. Yeah. 
What 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 was going on when you made that song? Man, shout out DJ Mari. He produced that. Um, he he had found a sound that sounded like the uh, when you opened up the door in a car and it's like ding ding. And hearing that, um, I don't know. I thought of the snowy roads. My bad. I thought of the snowy roads in Boston. I thought of like how you can you know it's up in the northeast it, it, the weather can change like this yeah you know it can get real bad so i was i'm hearing that i'm hearing the the ding 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 it was snowing outside and I, it was dark at the time you know what i'm saying it was probably like 8 p.m and i was like man this this made me think of a car accident and i was like well let me think of something more theatrical like maybe i get to to show my my different personalities that i can put on a single track maybe i can make this epic you know make it seem like you know you got some homies in a car, they do something that they probably shouldn't do. Maybe they, they, I like to go out, you know what I'm saying? I drink and stuff. You go out, you drink, you with the homies, you crash, you injure somebody. How would you react? Everybody like to think they would react in one different way. And I'm not that type of person because the way I've lived my life, I'd be doing so many different things. You might be the type that'd be like, oh no, I want to stay with them until the police come. Or you might be like, yo, we got to get out of here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we black, like, you know what they're gonna do to us when they find out, and or you might be the mediator, like okay, like we can we can make sure they good and we can get out of here, you mm. know, like. So I was like, let me put that in the song, mm. and use my frustrations with Miami at the time because I had just left Miami. Let me put that into the lyrics, but let me put the surrounding atmosphere being like, you know, you're getting away from the crime scene. In this case, I was getting away from Miami. Mm. I was leaving behind some things that frustrated me, whether it be other artists, whether it be relationships, um, I'm leaving behind some things, but then I also wanted to stay at the same time. Mm. I wanted to fix those relationships. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to leave Miami because it's Miami. You got, I was here for the last five years. I was finally getting ahead and now I got to start over again. So I was trying to put all that into music. And create that, that, I guess, climactic experience when you hear the song. Now that y'all got the explanation of that, y'all <laughs> definitely got to check it out because I'm telling you, that's one of my top songs from this man. And yeah. there's a lot of songs that he puts out that I genuinely just enjoy. And I send him videos sometimes just <laughs> rapping the lyrics and, and going over <laughs> because I genuinely enjoy the music. And so that tells you a lot about him as an individual to be able to not only transcend himself in these different fields, but to also make really good music. Yeah. Because I'm a harsh critic. I tell people straight up, don't send me a shit, bro. Like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do it. You That's know what wild. I'm saying? And, and, and it gets to that point. But when it comes to him, I'm like, why didn't you send me it? You know My what I'm facts. saying? I'm, yeah, I'm always looking for times. the next thing. I'm always looking for the next song. And so, you know, with that being said, what a 3P three key pieces of advice you would give people that do have a full nine to five, but also trying to do their entrepreneur thing. Um, number one from my song, uh, settle. You got to make time to take time, take time to make time. Um, if you really want to make time for that creative outlet that you, you gotta, you gotta take time away. You know what I'm saying? But while you taking time, you got to understand that, Hey, I'm using up my time that could be somewhere else. In this case, that nine to five. So I got to go back and make that up. Mm. 
and you it's a constant going back and forth over the nets. You know, it's constant going. It's like tennis. You gotta, you can't be on one side too long. You know, so you only get two bounces. <laughs> you gotta get back over there. So it's like, I know a lot of people like to say, "Oh, focus on your your mental health and all this," and do that. You know, definitely focus on your your mental health. Relax. Do the things you need to do, but don't forget that the world keep moving. Like there's there's guidelines. Don't don't leave and expect to come back and everybody's like, oh, hey, you know, we stopped for you. Everything's gonna start back up. No, nah. you exactly. know what I'm saying. Understand that you gotta make time to take time and take time to make time. So you're gonna have to you have to go back and forth. Um, don't be afraid to do that. Uh, for so for number two, man, I, something I'm still trying to learn is creative marketing. Mm. Uh. Don't just market like how the gurus tell you on these um, these shows, these podcasts, these networks. They they're gonna tell you something that worked for them, but they ain't telling you the whole story. They ain't gonna tell you like you be looking at them. Oh, I made a million dollars doing this, and you know it just becomes successful. They ain't tell you that they got like a hundred thousand dollar grant from somebody or somebody chipped in that this person actually made everything work, and they just happened to be doing the work. You know, they don't tell you that, oh, I got this from real estate. And then I went into investing. Facts. They just say, oh, invest your money into this. Like, come on, bro. If you've been keeping up with the analytics, if you, I don't know, bought 10 shares of Apple five years ago, you ain't going to be a millionaire. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you might have 50 extra bucks. <laughs> and it's like, bro, that ain't going to get you nowhere. So understanding that uh, how to creatively market your your product, your business, your service, so that people can gravitate to it. You know, they want to be entertained. People are still people at the end of the day. They don't buy things, they buy people. Mm. They buy into relationships. And if you really want someone to buy your product, they have to buy into you. And you want to showcase that you are creative. This will make your life better. This is entertaining for you. So creatively marketing your stuff is pricey, but um, it's necessary. Sometimes it can be free, you know, if you do it right for the people that got those platforms on TikTok and Instagram. And um, the last thing, man, bro, be yourself in all facets of the planet. Like the question you asked earlier, um, do I have to like alter the way I do things? Yeah, I, I adapt, you know, I adapt to you ain't going if you are a I don't know, the most thug individual ever. You don't walk into no business room like a thug. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to adapt. Even if it's just for that moment, just adapt. You still have your still your presence, your powerful presence, wherever it may be. But you do, you got to understand where you can and cannot do certain things, where you can and cannot say certain things. You know, if you got a certain opinion that is overwhelming, <laughs> don't go into a, a party or something and want to spread your opinion all the time. Like, just adapt. Sometimes you got to chill. Sometimes you still, you still, you, I'm not telling you to, to damper anything. I'm just telling you, you know, pick your battles. Mm. You know, like if you, if you, this person that's very uh, energetic, you command the room, like command the room. But if, if it's not your, your times, you're going to have to figure out, adapt in a way where you can still showcase who you are without taking away from other things. Cause then you like an asshole. Mm. When you start looking like an asshole, now you got the people that you probably want around you, not liking you. Cause they got a certain impression of you. Facts. Mm. 
that's the only three I can think of right now. I can probably okay. got a whole lot more. <laughs> you hey, give nah, me that's a good. That's a good three. <laughs> but hey, as you can tell, Mark got an attractive mindset. Definitely on the path for greatness. That was fine. Huh? That was fine. What? He got an attractive mindset. That was fine. That was, <laughs> hey, nah, hey, that was fine. Yeah, he got an attractive mindset. And so what are some goals that you have for 2023? Man, um, I, the, my main goals, uh, I guess for Mark May, since the different entities, uh, for Mark May, I want to get multiple songs sync licensed. Okay. I want to get them in commercials. I want to get them uh, on TV screens. Um, uh, it's not, I don't really have a performance goal, but I understand that's a part of the process. Uh, so I just perform more, but definitely get my music sync licensed, um, for icebreaker, um, being that it just started, I want to get it into expos. The goal for Icebreaker, the overall goal is to get in the stores. I truly believe that it has the look, it has the feel, it has the price, uh, it has the creativity, the uniqueness, the design to be in stores and to show out. So it just needs that exposure. So getting um, getting in the stores, it's probably not going to happen this year, but I want to get the social grants going for this game. I want to figure out how I can get use this game for grants and things outside of like partying how to get it into those networks and corporations and businesses that that focus on mental health focus on social anxiety focus on you know therapy and stuff and seeing if this game can be used in those atmospheres got it yeah okay okay so where can people find you at where can people find the game order it everything uh so you can find me at mark Mays, written on the shirt boom uh, you can find Choosing and Icebreaker on my page, any of my pages uh, on the website, www.choosingusa.com. Um, I have Icebreaker on there, Choosing on there, my music on there. Everything that I've created is on that website. Um, and I mean, you can go, just Google it. <laughs> Google me. You know what I'm saying? You can Google the name. Google my science name, Google Icebreaker, Google Choosing. It's all going to come up. So that's where you can find it at, man. Okay, okay. So you already know, as we say, we look good. We live good. Life is good. Talk to us. We talk back. Attractive mindset. We out of here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>